made it to season two of Old Dirty Benches. Glad to see you again. This is Patty Popcorn. I was going to say Patricia Palomitas, but somebody laughed at me, so... (laughs) I'll just keep it real. Patty Popcorn. And here's JD to tell you what we actually do here. Hello, everyone. This is JD. So, if you've landed on us, this is a podcast dedicated to lighthearted, humorous discussions regarding crimes of the powerful. We will also be discussing our review of recent movies or series that have been released, and these episodes will drop every other weekend. For those of you who don't know, white-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. And hello, Patty. And hello. Hi, friends. If you stop here. <laughs> friends. I mean, Foes. benches. <laughs> um, Welcome to spring ahead for those of you who do this antiquated bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Please, let's stop this. It's so stupid. This um, Congress, you probably don't listen to our podcast, but (laughs) can we stop this nonsense? Um, The thing is, we can't even get this bullshit passed. I know, yeah. So if this, which is like, (laughs) so what's controversial about it? If this can't get passed, that's it. We're just gridlock. Dude, yesterday all day I was like, what time is it? Where am I? <laughs> I kept asking my husband. I don't understand. We turned our clocks back on Saturday night, actually, so we yourselves. would remember. Yeah. Oh, no. And, Mm-mm. yeah. Yeah. So, I, or, sorry, we turned them ahead, not turned back. Turned them ahead, yeah. I knew what you meant. <laughs> Deep down inside. Um, Thank God. No, like, I kept walking around the house, and there would be, like, one clock in the house that we had changed successfully. And, the and rest, then the rest was all, like, like what the, time is it, Yeah, though? and I'd be like, what? No, and then I'd have to look at something, and then I would get myself confused, and I'd be like, what is the right time? Exactly. So dumb. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. It is not. There is no point to this. This is the stupidest thing ever. And then it takes, like, a month at least for my body to adjust. It's so dumb. Usually, I try to go, like, um, excuse me, on a trip, like, to the East Coast, or and that way it helps my... Yeah, adjust your yeah, body. Yeah, because I'm already, like, screwed up from going that way, so... But, <sighs> no, nope, so hard. still sitting here. So hard. Yeah. Um, boo-hoo. Yes. Anyway, this is going to be a good one. Yes. Uh, before we get started, I did want to give a shout-out, because um, I was trying to leave a fake review on our podcast, <laughs> and... <laughs> and I was... T- <laughs> I was prevented from doing so. Yes, Shout I was. out, Google. <laughs> <laughs> I was prevented from doing so, but I also saw that um, somebody had wrote us a review. It's a fan of ours. Are you serious? Yeah, this is actually... It's not you. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not me. not me trying to do a fake account for somebody. Chef Bezos. <laughs> no, it's from um, SK8... Our crew, she actually follows us. She's actually actual oh, yeah, fan. Oh, yeah, I've seen yeah. that person on she, Twitter. Yep, she responds to us. She likes our stuff on... Um... I thought this was like your family or something. <laughs> Is it? No, it's oh, not. okay. No. Um, a real person. Yes, a real fan. I hope you're not a bot. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I was set up. Someone in Russia. <laughs> no. She's out of Oregon. Oh, um, my gosh. She, constantly interacts with us we have sent her merch because she is a fan um (laughs) so i actually wanted to read her uh review yes please it says um white collar criminals get roasted (laughs) that's how she started i loved it (laughs) she said first of all white collar crime 
equals more money lost and lives impacted than all other cr- uh, crimes combined. Yeah. Which is something People that we talk about. about mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And I'm so glad this podcast highlights these benches. <laughs> no, they like, are not benches. Benches are good. <laughs> These people are the C word. <laughs> the C word. <laughs> These people suck. <laughs> and then next, I find myself laughing out loud at how good these benches get roasted. <laughs> Movie reviews, find them here. <laughs> and this, this was funny too. Did you accidentally watch Annette and you're still confused? <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. Did you lose a bet like Adam Driver? <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> she said, uh, process that angst with this crew. I listen on Stitcher. Oh, cool. I know. That's right? awesome. Yes. We're not just yelling in the void. <laughs> Thank you for the validation. I know. Thank you so That's much. Awesome. Thank you for being a fan. We appreciate you. Oh my god, that's great. You are important. <laughs> you is important. <laughs> you is smart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I seen. I just because I was getting on there to do a fake one, like we had talked about, <laughs> and then I stumbled upon that one, and You're I was like, like, oh, a real one. Oh, that's awesome. Heartstrings pulled. <laughs> I've got to read this. That makes the day better. Yeah. So a slight tangent, but I wanted to give that shout out because I thought it was important. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes. All right. So this one's for you. Yeah. This one's for you. You're going to like this one. Yeah. It's kind of a combo, but not really because we're not talking about the shows, but there are shows about these people. Yes. Um, And uh they um, are masters at their strategy. Um, so <laughs> of manipulation. Yeah, basically of manipulation. And bullshittery. Um, yeah. And I did want to talk a little bit about course of control because both of these individuals, and we'll start out talking about the Tinder Swindler uh, documentary on Netflix. You can find it there. Yeah, both these stories. Yes. And then also Puppet Master. Um, Crazy. Yes. Uh, Crazy. And the individual on the Puppet Master documentary has taken it to a whole nother level, in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah. So um, once when I first started watching the Tindler Swindler, I was like, okay, this is a um, person who's a con. um, For sure. And he manipulates women and he's meeting them on a dating uh, application. And, uh, you know. Tinder. Yes, Tinder. <laughs> Hence, Tinder. Tinder Swindler. Yes. Um, so when I was initially watching that, I was like, oh, wow, he's a piece of shit. And then um, then you had talked to us about watching The Puppet Master, and my skin was crawling by the time I got to that one. And, uh, you know, what I picked up in both is that they um, are masters at manipulation, and they also use coercive control, but at different levels. So I wanted to focus on that a little bit at the beginning, and then we can start talking a little bit about Simon, who is known as the Tinder Swindler and also a piece of shit. I am going to make sure that we (laughs) blast this shit out there, because apparently it hurts his feelings. And he's still doing it. Yes. That motherfucker is still out there <laughs> earning money off of this shit now. So, <clears throat> um, so, uh, coercive control. Yes, coercive control. Um, it's, I think it's very important to talk about this. Number one, because, uh, these two men have mastered that art. Um, and I call it an art because, they have figured out a process to um, basically get people to pay them money somehow or support them financially. And um, it was kind of upsetting to me to read some of the stuff on social media, how, uh, and we, we have said this before, social media can be extremely toxic. Can be. Yes. That's its marketing plan, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what it's turned into. Um yeah. And this is a white collar crime because it's fraud and um, has financial aspects to it. But um, it's different because it's hard to criminally charge people a lot of times in these situations. 
And it's because um, sometimes the legal system hasn't made any sort of uh, laws or legislation where it protects um, people like you or I or these. You know why? Because we don't have a lobby. That's why. Yes. No one's lobbying Nobody's for us. Nobody's lobbying for us. Um, right. And they're like, it's kind of like buyer beware or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and and the perspective like, to you well, on it. You're dumb. That's you. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Is like, oh, well, you handed this money over to these individuals. So um, it's hard to do any sort of criminal charges. Although- I don't see how the puppet master guy isn't being held legally because that was essentially kidnapping. Yeah. But how do you, you know, when you listen to the stories, it's, uh, and once we get into the course of control part of it, um, I will say that the UK and stuff has done a lot better and, and basically passing legislation against that sort of behavior. Yeah. But the U S like we have not fucking done anything. So, Shocker. yeah, so it's best country in the world now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's a method that they use to gain control of their victims, and it's uh, effective. Yes, it's mm-hmm. extremely effective. We've seen it now in both of these documentaries. So, for those of you that, and were, this is things we know publicly, imagine things we don't know publicly. Yeah, uh, and that's something too that's important to point out is these documentaries highlight specific victims but there are probably so many more and only the ones that would be highlighted i'm sure you'd be so embarrassed oh yeah want it coming out yeah i could totally picture myself like having been duped by even simon on tinder and not wanting anybody to know who you know who he looks like this is totally going to show how old i am but he reminds me of miles on murphy brown did you ever watch that show (laughs) oh my god i never even thought about he that he looks dude. exactly like him <laughs> <laughs> and i never watched murphy brown thinking damn miles is hot <laughs> well first off i was thinking when i first seen him i was like he's not really my type because he's <sighs> here we go he's shorter and he's totally my type <laughs> he's shorter and he's a little kind bit of scrawny yeah. yeah and i was like he's more of like a I don't know, like a preppy type yeah, fancy boy. <laughs> yeah, which you, I mean, honestly, I'm not really into I mean, he's not that. ugly. No, 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 no. Um, but. Yeah, I just don't see myself probably. I, is it swipe right on when you like oh, them? I don't do Tinder. I'm not sure. Swipe whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's weird. I think the whole online internet dating is weird anyway because you're basically like shopping for a person, like just using their picture and what? And I, I know, know it's so creepy and weird and shallow. Well, I have several friends that, um, you know, like as we've progressed forward and uh, we put a lot of emphasis on career and being independent and stuff, they often use the dating websites. Oh, I know. I mean, when you get um, older, what do you do if you're not going to bars? Yeah. Which that's a shitty place to meet. Well, anyway. and then of course, and you don't want to hook up with people at work. That's and then a bad idea. COVID has yeah, kind of right. um, put a stop to meeting people like out and about mm-hmm. um so <clears throat> i'm not shading the people that no no, no. i knew what i'm just saying like it's weird well what i was getting ready to say was like so when i first got out of the military and i moved back stateside um i was single and um, ready to mingle ready yeah ready to <laughs> but mingle that wasn't really a thing was it Maybe yeah match? like i used match okay. and i also used um what was what's the other plenty fucking, of fish no the one where you had to like it's like really involved like uh, you take e-harmony two, yeah e-harmony mm, i actually used like, that one for a little while too do that big questionnaire yeah it takes like like your whole fucking day to, <laughs> and to then they still are like how about this guy? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, and you're like I, I don't like the looks no, of that guy. No, I said no. <laughs> um, well, wasn't Tinder like a hookup app? I don't know. I don't, dude, I don't know. <laughs> this because... is like me talking about DC. I don't know, but. <laughs> the DC universe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, dude, I don't know if it was around during that time. I thought it was just for hooking um, up with people. And that's why it's kind of shallow how. I don't that's know because. Um, shallow how. When I was on Match, it was a pretty decent place to meet people and go out on dates uh-huh. but what i hear what i hear from friends and stuff now is that some of these dating apps it just seems like people are there to hook up yeah well i and think it's that can be true of any yeah of anything so um it's 
but, you know, I will say this to advocate for my friends that are on there actually trying to find relationships or meet people is like there are people out there really trying to. Right. That are decent. Yeah. Meet somebody and then that hopefully. That aren't just DTF. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're not out there just like fucking one night standing it or anything Hooking like up. that. Yeah. So, um, but I really don't know a lot about Tinder because I have not been in the dating scene for over a decade. So, um, but basically it's swipe left, swipe right. I think so. Yeah. And, um, and then if you swipe whatever, right, I think is good. Like you like, yeah, I think swipe right. I think you swipe right if you like them. They swipe right on you, then it's a match, and then you can talk. Yes, I think. I think. Yes. Here we go again. We don't know. Uh, listeners, <laughs> email We're old. Us. <laughs> We're dirty. We're benches. We don't as know. As we've been saying. <laughs> so it's not really, like, you're basically going off looks. Yeah, and then- um, Which I, is true. Like, come on. And I know my friend had really um, set up her account so that it's- um, She's got her interests on there and things. And then she she does look on their profiles to see what they say. And if it's, like, really broad and there's not a lot on there, she does not swipe on them. Okay. She swipes left. She's like, nope, not interested. Because not serious. Probably. Yeah, because she feels like you're not taking it serious. So right. she's like, no, not, you know, I'm not. I wonder what this guy's that. profile said. I'm um, Son of a diamond broker. Probably. And then I Cha-ching. know he had his Instagram linked so you could go and look at his pictures. Um, yeah. So. Brother. All right. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> let's get into this. <laughs> so These first off. Four girls. Um, course of Control, Laura Richards is a huge advocate for this. And she's from um, the UK area. But she also uh, does a lot of trainings and stuff out here in the United States. She's a huge advocate about course of control. She does training. You mean um, an advocate for victims? Yes, an advocate okay, for victims. Sorry. Sounds like she's Sorry. pro. Yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she's a she's an advocate for victims. Okay. So she really tries to train law enforcement and other agencies around the country to teach them to recognize signs and patterns in behavior so that they can um, hopefully catch people that are using this tactic, this method. Um, and uh, she's also on uh, another podcast that I listened to, which is called Real Crime Profile. I'm not advocating that you go and listen to them instead of us, but... <laughs> we want to <laughs> enhance your podcast experience. Yes. You can go out there and listen to her. Um, so it's basically a strategic pattern of behavior, um, which is designed to exploit control and create dependency and dominate the person. Sounds great. Yep. It's um, a behavior uh, often used by abusers um, and it limits their freedom. So it can include physical abuse, emotional abuse, but often coercive control is more subtle. So sometimes it's hard to pick up that that's what the person is doing, uh, in particular when you initially meet them, because it it comes on very subtle. Yep. Yeah. And then um, it gets increasingly uh, more controlling. So initially, love bombing and charm may occur to get the victim into the relationship. And that's what we saw with the tender swindler. And then uh, progressively gaslighting, isolation, economic control, and financial abuse that includes uh, rules and regulations for the victim are gradually introduced over time once the victim has been uh, emotionally invested. So then they start using consequences if they don't follow those rules and regulations that they've set up. So. Um, the rules will uh, be applied to the victim, um, and then they often create a double standard, and eventually the victim will fear the consequences. So they want to appease so the So how person. is this different than narcissism? Because it sounds very similar. Oh, no, no, no. They're very narcissistic. I mean, if you think about Simon and how he was acting, um, you know, he uh, was, you know, love bombing them, and it 
like immediately within yeah, red flag. Yes, a couple days he was like, "Oh, you know, I I just love you so much." He was like really turning on the charm and stuff, and it was like kind of too good to be true, right? For sure. When you're listening to the stories, you're like, "Okay, this dude, there's something wrong here." And um, second of all, can we just say like, ladies, don't go on a fucking plane with someone you just <laughs> literally met. Does no one besides me watch Dateline? Like, this is not a good idea. <laughs> well, you know, when I first started um, watching the documentary, I was like, uh, I, you know, I'm a murderino. So I instantly started thinking serial killer yeah, in the back of my like, head. What? So I feel like if I had met somebody over coffee and they were like, hey, I have to leave the country. Come with me. Get on my private plane. No. I'd have been like, uh, check, please. <laughs> <laughs> and blocked his number. Um, but that's just because, uh, you know, over time I've learned that there are some creepy motherfuckers exactly. out there. And, and they don't all look creepy. No. Hello, Ted Bundy. He looked normal. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> it's so crazy. That I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, what? Well, or you think about John Wayne Gacy, right? He volunteered a lot in the community, but then he was out there kidnapping. Was he the one that was like the clown? He was a clown. But he was out there. Well, that's just the clown thing is a whole nother episode. Well, yeah. But I know. (laughs) Uh, But I want to point out that he was actively working out in the community. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't look creepy per se. They look normal. Yeah. Anyway, come on, ladies. Do Um, better. This is not. This is, not <laughs> this is just in general. I'm like, not blaming the victims. No, no, no. Though, and we, I don't like that either. I think we need to be more alert when we're getting on these applications, or just when we're out in our everyday lives. Yeah. Uh, you know, like not just letting our guard down because somebody needs help, or mm. you know, we need to be more suspicious of people. And also, don't be afraid <laughs> to be rude. Yeah, that's the other thing. You can tell them to fuck off. You don't I mean, have to be polite. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we just need to um, put up a little bit more um, suspicion, I think, when we're... And don't be afraid to ask those questions when you get on these dating apps. I mean, we're not on there, but you can, like... <laughs> but we imagine you're allowed to ask questions. <laughs> yeah. And guess we what? We don't know anything about it, but you should definitely <laughs> listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, because of Simon and other people that have been using these apps, the tenders actually put out um, some sort of guidelines to protect yourself. And oh, they so actually talk something. about asking questions. And if they're not willing to answer them, go ahead, block them, swipe left, and whatever you got to do. All, if someone's asking you for money, say no. Yes. That's another no. uh, red flag. And oh. Mm-hmm. Um. So the course of controlling behavior erodes the victim's sense of self over time, their confidence and their self-esteem. So um, eventually they gain control over your autonomy is what ends up happening. Um, And this practice is basically present in almost all cases of domestic abuse. It's used by the perpetrator. Um, And you basically get so isolated that now you're dependent on them for support because they're constantly exploiting you and depriving you of your independence and then regulating your everyday behavior. So, yeah, Um, it basically creates like invisible chains on you and you constantly have this sense of fear and it pervades like every element of your life. Right. Because you got to stay in line Mm -hmm. or else suffer the consequences. Yep. Yep. Um. So it's important to have those conversations and really think about, you know, what some of those uh, red flags could be. So um, one fact that I found was 51% of victims do not even know that they are being abused, manipulated, or controlled. So I think that's really important. Um, And course of control correlates significantly to serious harm and even homicide. So if over half of the victims don't realize that this is happening to them, then that's a serious problem. (laughs) We're not educating ourselves enough to recognize that this is happening in a relationship with somebody and, um, and trying to 
to reach out for help. And sometimes it's hard because obviously once you start really recognizing the signs. You're in. You're in. Yeah. Like a cult. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, some of the tactics include uh, isolation, such as making you feel guilty for spending time with friends or family. Guilting you into doing things you don't want to do, such as canceling plans, quitting a job, uh, maybe having sex when you don't want to, etc. Depriving you of basic needs, including using sleep deprivation. Stalking you or monitoring your whereabouts, activities, or communication with others. Interrogating you um, about what you're doing, who you're talking to, etc. when your partner isn't around. Monitoring your time doing things or different activities. So that could be like your online communication tools or using some sort of spyware. Taking control over every aspect of your life, such as where you can go, who you can see, what you wear, and when you can sleep. Sleep deprivation is like a huge one. Yeah. Well, that's what you do when you're um, torturing someone. Yes. You keep them awake. Which our country has called enhanced interrogation. Let's... But Next. that's a, yeah, another <laughs> podcast. Okay. Uh, limiting- we don't need the DOD after us <laughs> as well. <laughs> limiting access to finances and other financial abuse, um, humiliation, name calling, and other types of verbal, verbal abuse, threats of violence against you, intimidation, threats against your loved ones or your pets, uh, other types of threats, including saying they'll report you to police, publish revenge porn. And if you're an un- undocumented immigrant, have right. you deported? Mm-hmm. That's an important one because this happens a lot. Uh, damaging your home or property, gaslighting, which is repeatedly putting you down, such as saying you're worthless, humiliating, degrading, or dehumanizing you. Or telling you what you're going through is not what you're going through. Yeah, it's We've not that bad. Been gaslit as a whole society mm-hmm. for Forever. four years. For years. That I can think of. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, um, depriving you of access to support services. So this is like your medical stuff, mm. right? Maybe trying to reach out to, um, 911 for help, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, I, I keep wanting to harp on controlling your finances because we saw this in this documentary. So like I said, European countries, um, have a better understanding of the harms and they've taken it more seriously. And here we're like, fuck you guys. You're on your own. (laughs) Yeah. They made it a criminal offense over there. Um, In April, 2021, Canada's house of commons actually assigned a task force to make a recommendation on the subject. Good old Justin Trudeau, my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Dibs on him. (laughs) Uh, The U S has been slower to act. (laughs) The U S crickets yeah basically because um, they're like that doesn't affect me if you're dumb and give your money away oh well too yeah, bad essentially that's where we're at right now um that i do want to say the world everyone <laughs> i do want to say three <laughs> states have acted on um course of control really uh, yes hawaii connecticut yes, hawaii mm-hmm, and california have passed legislation california is very progressive they are um and they've uh hawaii that surprises me honestly is this a problem in hawaii um i guess because they've actually passed legislation that allows evidence for coercive control to be entered into um court yeah especially in particular for gaining um restraining orders interesting Mm -hmm. okay uh new york is considering making coercive control a felony but the bill hasn't passed yet um, Maryland and South Carolina are also considering bills of their own. South Carolina is strange to me, too. Huh, interesting. Yes. Okay. So I wanted to point that out. So, uh, I mean, overall, the U.S. has um, not... We're behind the times. Yeah, they haven't taken the proper measures to protect people, but uh, it looks like we we're moving that way. start a lobby. Yeah, uh, that's what I would say. Um, if this is something that's important to you, maybe you know somebody who's gone through this. It could be. Um, I think everyone has experienced is this. familiar with this behavior. Yes. And if it wasn't done to you personally, then it's definitely been done to someone you know, mm-hmm. a family member, or sure. a friend, or somebody. I think everybody. I'd say the. Per- I th- say a hundred percent of you. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and I was thinking about this yesterday because I was talking to my spouse. So like these women, um, you know, in the Tinder swindler uh, are kind of in different countries and stuff. And but Simon's traveling all over the place. Right. But Tinder, as far as I know, is based in America. So it's everywhere. Yeah, I know it's everywhere, but I think the company headquarters is based here in the United States. Okay. Maybe so, in New Hampshire or whatever it is where it's a good tax. Thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but um, <laughs> but I was like, if they wanted to bring Delaware. some sort of civil charges or something, because they felt like oh, they weren't well, doing enough. Standing, yeah, like, mean? yeah, like, how do they do that? You know what I mean? They don't. Yes. So that's where we need to, as uh, a society, start holding these companies more accountable because, you know, when uh, he was doing this and they were reporting. Do you have to pay to go on Tinder? I don't, I don't know if, like, it's one of those, I think it's one of those things where you can get a free account, but if you want additional services, then, then you, you have pay. to pay a monthly membership. I believe that's how it works. But We should um, probably have done more research on that. Yes, yeah, sorry, people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, my concern is, like, um, even after they were reporting that he was using the app in this manner, they did not block Shut him, him until the documentary came out and people started screaming and yelling. But about he's it. still on there. Yeah. So they actually let him back on. And then I was reading that they blocked him again. So he's been blocked, oh. I think, from Tinder, Match, um, I think Bumble as well. Okay. Um, he's been blocked from several of them now, from what I read. Uh, but. You know, it's it's I think this is where we need to start like reaching out to our representatives and stuff and saying, hey, this is important to us. We need to do more to protect people out there, because right now, like uh, it's hard to get any sort of recourse when something like this happens to you. Right. Yeah. I mean, these people, the, that girl from the Tinder Swindler documentary is still paying that money back. Yes. All three of them. Yes. Um. So. Let's get in a little bit to the Tinder Swindler documentary. Yeah, people are like, come on. I yeah. know Chris will be one of them. Spit it out. <laughs> but he saw it. So he yeah. knows. So um, that covers coercive control. Um, so you know. here's what happened. Yeah. So the documentary. <laughs> here's what this fucking dickhead did. Yeah. This piece of shit. Um, so uh, uh, Cecilia um, was the first person that they showed. She was from Norway, but she lived in London at the time. And she basically talks about how she was an avid Tinder um, user. She's been on there for years. Um, Still on there. Yes. Even after all this. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I was a little bit worried about her at the end of the documentary uh, because, A, she talked about what psychologically what the impact of his behavior had done to her and she actually had considered suicide. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then when they asked her if she was still on Tinder, she was like, Oh yeah, I got right back on. So for me, like I was worried Not that seeing she, the real problem. Yeah. Well, and I was like, is she, is she still going to counseling? And is she, cause for me, I felt like she maybe needed to take a little bit of a step back and really think about, um what was going on exactly um, why she decided going on a plane with someone she just met hours ago that was, was a, a little call. scary exactly um, yeah what I, are you doing i get it like he's on instagram there's all these pictures he's doing this fun adventurous stuff but at the same time i you know, and I get it too that he was uh, perpetrating that he was the son of the Diamond King. Um, Be cautious. But yeah, I mean, you know, um, even when I first saw the picture shown at the beginning of the documentary, it did look a little bit photoshopped to me Staged. when I was looking at it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which we do find out at the end of the documentary that it was photoshopped. Yep. It's fake. Um, but, you know, she meets him at coffee for the first initial in a fancy hotel. Yes, in a fancy hotel for their initial contact, and then he's like, "I've got to go. Come on, my private jet." Um, and you know, me being a true crime junkie, hell to the no. I was like, he could be flying you to Alaska, and he could be fucking trafficking area. you. Yeah, I was just, I got. Are you a little, kidding me? <laughs> no, silly. I got really worried for you. No, not um, blaming 
you, but come on now. Yeah, not blaming you at all, but uh, I just want to say to our listeners. And she said even her friends were like, what yeah, are you Yeah, like, doing? what are you doing? Question mark. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> if, if you meet somebody on a dating app who does that, please do not do go not with them. Oh, exactly. Um, I'd be nervous to meet the person. That's the thing, like... You just don't know who these people are. Yes. Or their real intentions. Yeah. I mean, I I get it. It looks like amazing. You're you're thinking adventure. Uh, but also I'd be like, what's waiting for me on the other side once we la- like where are we going? Like you said, I could be trafficked somehow. Yeah, she was a pretty girl. She was extremely pretty. So Yes. What? Um so they end up staying at a hotel and hooking up shortly after flying to. Uh, Wasn't he already saying he loved her too? Yes. Uh, red flag. Yes. And then <laughs> immediately uh, the constant text messages start coming in. He's yeah. sending her roses, uh, kissy faces. Um, you know, he shows up Rump randomly. Bombing. Yep. Last minute. Because she had kind of wanted him to go with her. But then he's like, I can't. And then all of a sudden he shows up. So he's constantly sending these text messages, basically broadcasting where he's at. And then she's constantly in contact with him. And I noticed that right away. I was like, this is repetitive behavior to see and yank her in. Yeah. Right. That love bombing, like you had mentioned. Um, And then uh, he had her fully invested within a month into the relationship because he's telling her, I want to have a family with you. You know, I love you. Uh, let's move in together. Um, and, you know, she uh, wanted to find a relationship. So she right, also. Playing on your. Yes. You're already what you're looking for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was starting to get fully invested into the relationship. And then after that first month, he was already asking her for money. Because his enemies. His enemies were out to get him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had those pictures. Um, so he then he brings in the fear on her. Because now his enemies are her enemies. And right. He, they know about you. Yes. They're going to come after you, too. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I'm trying to keep you safe so I can't see you right now. Yeah. That was also, like, yeah. what? Yep. Like, we have to go dark. I'm not going to be able to communicate with you. Like, And he had traveled everywhere with a, a bodyguard, quote, unquote. Yes. Peter. P- however you say his name, Peter. Peter. Pietro. <laughs> Pietro. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, like, the first time she gets on the jet, too, like, supposedly the mother of his child is also going to be flying. And she was one of the other victims from a previous... Yeah, what was her deal? Yeah. They don't We don't us. know. Yeah. We, don't, we don't find out, like, how... But he was probably holding that kid over her. And he could have very well been... That's something that I also clued into, too. Like, uh, it's hard to ascertain... Like, whether or not he has a hold over somebody else and is basically coercing them into helping him. You know, that's what Well, it seemed like that. Yes. I mean, she was telling the girl, what was her name? Um, Cecilia. Yeah, she was telling Cecilia how great he was and what a great dad. Yeah. Like, talking him up. So, Mm -hmm. why would you do that knowing this guy's a piece of shit? Yes. Yeah. So, Unless he was paying you or had something over you, mm-hmm. which they had a kid together, so they did. I mean, he was just horrible. Yeah, person. and then I kept thinking, well, whose money is he using at that current His time? Pon- Ponzi scheme. Yeah, that's who. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some <laughs> other female. He money. had a female po- pyramid scheme going on. Yeah, uh, it was. I mean, it got really bad. Um, I mean, Cecilia brings him. $25,000 in cash at that one point. Well, you forgot to say that he dummied up some fake W-2s so she could get a loan. Oh, yeah. That was the other piece, too. Like, like that's a huge... What? Yeah, he um he made her, her a, a fake, fake pay and, stub yep. saying she worked for the Diamond Company and she made 94000 a month. Yeah, the uh, fake earning statements. Fraud! Yes. Like, no! Yeah. I felt like that was another way too, right, to make you more invested into the overall scheme itself because... Well, now you've committed a crime. Yes, and that was the purpose, right, to kind of hold that over her well, head. I think the purpose head. was for him to get that money. No, but... no, no. It was, ultimately... 
but it's also yeah no so, that so he can much have no continuous is control. so much no yes no yeah um so then he meets another woman um that we know about yep that we know about these are only the ones that they talk about in the mm-hmm. documentary he yep. could have met a million for all we know yeah but something kind of sticks out to her because she was like they're you know, like, I just didn't something think that doesn't they're... feel Yeah, right. she was like, something didn't feel right, so we just decided to be friends. So, uh, you know, Pernilla uh, picked up on something, but she couldn't quite put her finger on it. Um, right, but they still were... They maintained a friendship. They maintained the friendship, yep. And, um, I mean, she ends up giving him, at the beginning, 50000 I think. Um, because she sees his lavish lifestyle. Yes. So she thinks like, oh, we're the same because yeah. she lived a lavish lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were, they spent a summer vacation together. Right. And they In were out. Greece. Yeah, like going out partying. Um, he was paying for everything. Yeah, he was paying for everything. So you. Unbeknownst to her, it was with poor Cecilia's, Cecilia's money. loan money. Yeah, her credit cards. Um, I mean, during that time, he was constantly bombarding her with calls and text messages being like, I need more money. Call the credit card company. Tell him to increase. And she know. was buying him plane tickets. And, yes. Uh, buying him just, plane tickets. It just makes your stomach churn. Yeah, he, um, I mean, he squeezes them dry and then turns into a total fucking asshole. Yep. Once you're User. not able to meet his requirements or demands. Um, yeah. Well, you've used your... You've outlived your usefulness. Yeah. Moving on. Basically, yeah. Um, He's a real gem, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, I know I shouldn't have got angry at WhatsApp, but I was because he was using it. I was like, that's a fucking horrible tool. <laughs> he was horrible. I know, man. Um, and then he also has a business partner, right? Uh we don't know how far he's invested in this whole thing. They only show him a couple times. Um, then we also find out that h- what his real name is, uh, Shimon uh, Hayut, who is from Israeli, and um, grew up there and got in trouble as well for uh, cheating women out of their money there, too. So they were looking for him. Um, also, some a case in uh that involves some Finnish women. Um, he had spent three years in prison for that before he had moved on to what we were seeing in the current documentary. Right. So like Jim Baker, he didn't learn his lesson. No. Nope. From being in prison. No. And I mean. still a fucking piece of shit. Uh, I, you know, I don't think he's been assessed, but I'm pretty sure he has antisocial personality <laughs> disorder. Um, Histrionic narcissistic Jesus, yeah he's got all the things people yeah I and do. he looks like miles from murphy brown look it up <laughs> he, <looks like miles. laughs> he does i know dude that's why i'm laughing i hadn't even thought about that till you said it um i do want to give shout out to the investigative journalism that was happening uh by multiple countries um and to the women who were getting victimized uh for sharing their text messages their pictures or videos audio etc because this was an emotional con that was happening and they had to share some of those personal aspects about themselves i know that couldn't have been uh very you know easy for them because they're reaching out to these strangers to help them make something happen um and some of that stuff was posted in these news articles you know so everybody's reading about them but they do track down his mother's residence in israel where he's still receiving mail right which she says she and the family has nothing to do with him but i'm like if that's true why is he still getting his mail there i don't know that kind of stood out to me a little bit and she's very upset that people are are there at her residence um I know, dude. It does look, I know, I know, it does look like him. When you said it, I just kind of started laughing. I think um, it's the glasses, really. Google Miles Murphy Brown, everyone. That's who he looks like. <laughs> just saying. Um, so, Eileen. I mean, at the end of the day, your kid is always going to be your kid, okay? Yes, Even if true. your kid's a piece of shit. Yeah. It's your kid. It is so your I'm kid. So I'm sure she was like, 
fucking great. Now they're doing a documentary on him. I know. know? I mean, he had already been to prison for the same behavior. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, what do you do? Yeah. And I had read, I think, that he kind of started young, like I think at the age Mm -hmm. of 15, and had um, started conning then. I feel like people, here we go again. You either have that in you or you don't. Yeah. And some people just come walking out like, I'm a piece of shit, and here we go. Uh, yeah, out of the womb. Yes. start early. They're like, um... They just know. They have a God-given, or whoever, Satan, I don't know, given talent for manipulating <laughs> people. And instead of, like, finding a good use for that... They go to the dark side. And uh, they're at, in the lunchroom as a young kid. And they're like... Give me your lunch. <laughs> Give me your dessert. They're like, I'll trade you my green beans for your Pop-Tarts. <laughs> and the girl's like, okay, he likes me. <laughs> he bats his eyes. Yeah. Uh, Eileen, so didn't, she, didn't the mom say like, oh, I don't know where he yeah, is. Yeah, she I said, don't I don't talk know. To him. We don't talk to him. We Even have nothing to do. he gets his mail here. Okay. Yeah. Again, it's mm-hmm. your mom, okay? Yeah. I'm not... No shame to the mom. Yeah. Um. Because, of course, you probably don't want to be in front of the cameras and stuff. So, uh, knowing that your son's out there doing this shit. Um, and then you're probably, like, closing the door behind you and you're like, oh, my God, what has he gotten into? <laughs> you know? So Maybe he was giving her money. You don't know. Yeah, he could be. Who knows? He had plenty. But yes. he was spending it. He was plenty. spending it as fast as he was getting it. Um, so, Eileen... Um, sees the article that the journalists have printed about Cecilia and Pernilla. And uh, she's been dating Simon for 14 months. Right. They're going to get married, though, right? She's a fucking champ, though. She um, is. She was the best. <laughs> she was like, hell hath no fury if it was a person. She was awesome. Yeah, she's like, she realizes she's also been giving him money. So she realizes she's been victimized as well by yeah. Simon. And she's like, um, she's like, I'm going to get some of my money back. Yeah. I'm going to play the game. Yep. She starts um, basically sending text messages about how much she loves Simon. She doesn't believe anything right. that the women are saying. She plays right into his manipulation mm-hmm. because yep, he's his like, ego. oh shit, my. My scam is up. Yeah. My jig has been jigged. Yeah. He gets worried because the article comes out and he's like, fuck. It's a lie. Yeah. It's all. It's, None of it's true. I can explain Disgruntled everything. girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So she tells him um, that she'll help him make more money if if she can get his clothes to sell Which on eBay. Which he wore nice clothes. Oh, yeah. He had nice shit. All designer. Gucci, Prada. Fancy. Yes. So she goes to Prague in the middle of nowhere. Um, and, of course, Simon's already creating his new identity at this point. Uh, David Sharon. Um, and then he was trying to get a plastic surgery. But the plastic surgeon was like, only criminals no, exactly. try to get this shit. And he tells him no. <laughs> and so she packs up three luggage bags of his clothes and stuff. And takes it back and then starts posting it on eBay. But she has no intention of giving him any of that fucking right, money. she's going to keep that money because you go, girl. Yes, Eileen. That was awesome. Um, he starts blowing up her phone and uh, telling her that he's going to fucking kill her. And then on one of the voicemails, he's like, give me all my money. He says, you will get fucking war. You act like a bitch. That's what he said on the voicemail. Actually, but it was funny that. too how like he would send all these crazy and then he'd be like, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, like he Back was just forth. trying to do whatever, whatever, to get mm-hmm. her to do what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he that's what they do. He was like, Wait, there's What's a breakdown in my my method right now, right? Now She's I gotta try a different it. way. Yes, maybe if yeah. I try being nice to her again, she'll come back around. And at yeah. that point, she was like, Fuck you asshole Mm -hmm. and then he uh was claiming to stay in a hostel yeah i have no money yeah it's one star and he had a beard at this point right and then he He called like a sad miles from murphy (laughs) (laughs) he was calling himself the homeless king i was like you're a fucking piece of shit um now he does get arrested in greece um she helps interpol catch him yeah and um, that was like the best part haha yeah but but then nothing happened no i think he was like in their equivalent of prison for like three months or something yeah three months yes meanwhile 
Yeah. Poor people are still having to pay off these loans mm-hmm. that they got. Yeah. So. And he did the old Anna uh, inventing Anna. Oh, yeah. Inventing oh, Anna. I sent you the money. <laughs> Stop talking to me. It's like, <laughs> what? It's. It's the bank. It didn't come through. Well, that's between you and the bank. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, oh, I sent that check. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a piece of shit. So I'm going to try to do that. No. When next time I have a bill due, I'm going to be like, oh, I sent you that money. What? I sent you. you didn't get it? I, you should call my bank. <laughs> it's my bank. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Bastards. What? I'm mad at them, too. Um. So in 2011, Simon was charged in Israel with theft, forgery, and fraud for for cashing stolen checks. Um, he had reportedly stole a checkbook belonging to a family member while babysitting for the child. So nice. yeah, so he's he's has he's started. He's a peach, like I said, yep. you guys, Jim. Mm-hmm. Truly he, outrageous. <laughs> he never showed up in court. And escaped the country across the border into right, Jordan. he was just on the run. Yep. Never the, staying in the same place. No, constantly flying to the next country because then he fled to Europe. And that was something that's going to come up again in the Puppet Master, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can't, if you meet someone that has ants in their pants, you might want to be uh, doing a background check on them is what I'm saying. Yeah, no shit if they're jumping around to, from country to country. Yeah. Um, he was indicted in Israel. Um their courts and charged with theft and forgery of checks uh and then he was arrested in 2015 in finland he was sentenced to three years there for defrauding several women and then when arrested in finland he claimed he was an israeli man born in 1978 and was found with two forged passports uh three forged driver's license and then um two forged flight permits and five forged American Express credit cards. Yeah. So in 2019, he was arrested in Greece. Um, he also had a forged passport at that time. He was sentenced to 15 months. Oh, he served five. Wow. Five months, I well, think. better than none. But they released him because of the coronavirus. Um, now God he... damn COVID. I know, shit. <laughs> uh, now he's offering business advice Um you know, How to be a piece of shit. Yep. Per his little website yeah. he has set up. Um, oh, yeah. He did uh, Times of Israel, too, in 2020. He was pretending to be a medical worker to get COVID-19 vaccine early. Oh, so he's <laughs> totally a piece of shit. So he's wanted currently in Norway, Sweden, and the United Kingdom. Um but he's still out and about. Yep. In an interview with CNN, um, Simon denied uh, defrauding the women. And he said that Netflix documentary was bogus. Yep. Uh, he just was a single guy who wanted to meet some girls on Tinder. That's what he said. Um, later that month, he got sued by the actual Diamond King family for claiming to be a member. Um, and uh, the case is still being processed through the courts in Israel. So uh, the children have actually said that if they win, they plan on donating the proceeds to the victims of Simon. Does he even have any money, though? uh, Yeah, apparently he is earning money. Um, So he's been banned. Legit or from a girl? Uh, No, they think it's now legit. Okay. Yes. There's no indication right now that he is uh, using some of his dating schemes that he was doing. That's not to say that he's not, but... Just saying that they don't know that. Yes. Okay. So he's been banned from the following apps, Match, um, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, and Tinder. And um, he signed with a talent manager... Gina Rodriguez of Gatoni Incorporated. Are you kidding no, me? No, I'm not fucking kidding you. Yeah. I was... Shunned! Yeah. Shame. Totally disgusted when I saw that because I was like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. If you... Who's the bigger piece of shit, though? The one that's gonna uh, be his agent or the guy doing all the bullshit? I don't know. That's a close call for me. I know. Dude, when I seen that, I was like... Are you... F- no. Gina, are you fucking for you real right now? You don't get any help um, for being a victimizer. He wants to pursue a career I'm in the sure entertainment industry. No. So she's helping him with that. Okay. 
He has a Cameo account where he charges $200. What? Yes. He charges $200 for personalized videos and $2,000 for business videos. And his Instagram account followers. Um, so right after the Netflix documentary uh, was released, his account disappeared for a little while. Instagram? Yep, his Instagram account. He I had a back. little over 100,000 followers. Um, but then it came back. It was uh, first private and then went back to public. So then he posted a video. This is what he said. I will share my side of the story in the next few days when I have sorted out the best and most respectful way to tell it, both to the involved parties and myself. And tell them, please keep an open mind and heart. No. No. My heart is closed. And my <laughs> mind is closed as well. Um, so it doesn't really say on his website what sort of client he's targeting. Uh, he's also working in real estate. Um, yep. All right. So he's actually um, been earning money. He hosts a podcast where I'm sure people are listening to it because it's fucking America and we like a shit show. So uh, yeah, anybody we hired a shit show to run our country. So <laughs> there you go. Um, Half any... of us think he still is running the country. Which what I don't. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, a whole that's other true. Podcast. He's, he's still president. Yeah, um, but the gas prices are Biden's fault. Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so for the people who are fucking still supporting him and following him, um, fuck you. Uh, that is gross and disgusting. Are you talking about Tinder Swindler guy? Yeah. Okay. Simon, not because Trump. he's yeah, not Trump. <laughs> but I agree with that <laughs> statement for that too. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, gross. Don't um, give this guy any oxygen. That don't fuel this. We should completely shun him. Yes. I'm sorry. No. Um. A. Uh. Because he's taking advantage of tons of people. Do out you there. think that he would get this kind of reception if it was dudes he was scamming? No. No, I don't think he would. I agree. I totally think that because uh, it's females. Because women are less than. For... We don't matter, clearly. Mm-hmm. We're just uh, cattle to breed. And uh, yeah. well, we shouldn't you... have opinions. Exactly. And, um, or say. People out on Twitter are blaming the victims. Exactly. And they're like, well, why did you give him money? They're basically saying that's stuff what like I'm that. saying. Like, would they be saying that to dudes? No, they'd be like, yeah, that guy's horrible. And here's what I'm saying, gonna say too is like, uh, he got them to buy into this facade that he had and started um, using the coercive control. So, well, manipulating and also, them. he he played on their, you know, women aren't yes. caretakers. Yes. And I'm just so getting ready to if say you're that. like, mm-hmm. I need help, we wanna help you. That's how we're fucking yes. biologically wired. Oh, yeah. From the time we fucking come out of our mama's vagina, we are <laughs> told to protect. To take care of other people. And take care of other people. Yeah. Constantly. We're fed that message. Yeah. So uh, what ended up happening with these um, victims was uh, once they were emotionally invested in this relationship and he reached out to them for help because they believed that that the threat was real they started helping him and i guarantee you any of us motherfuckers out there are going to do the same thing for somebody that we love right whatever it takes we're gonna protect them if it means financially whatever okay right and it's easy to criticize when it's not you correct you're not involved yes just like you can always have opinions on someone's relationship and how you would behave but you don't know if you're not the one in it exactly so cut the fucking bullshit vict- i mean they're not responsible for being victimized that's no, bullshit Here they're not go again 100 mm-hmm. he is the one responsible and he's the one that should be held accountable and he should not be getting any fucking help rebuilding yeah. sorry yep and anytime you turn the spotlight especially off of him, when you're not even sorry you did it oh he doesn't care no he's still blaming it on them exactly yes no if Ugh. you're like repentant and you're like yeah i've sucked and i should i would never do that again okay 
But when you're like not taking an ounce of responsibility and you're just like, I want to keep on keeping on. No, you get zero help. Dude, like I said, antisocial personality disorder. Total. Because he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. It's all about him. Miles from Murphy Brown. Uh, You know, look alike. Miles, Simon Miles, and he's been belly aching too because some people have created um, fake Instagram accounts pretending to be him and kind of like stalking him a little bit. Uh-huh. And now he's getting he's getting upset oh, and he wants it to stop. Guy. Whatever, Simon. Um, you get what's coming to you, bro. Sorry, yeah. bad karma. Mm-hmm. It's coming your way, and you deserve every ounce. Yep, whatever it is, it's Sad. eventually you're gonna get caught something terrible like whether you spend the rest of your life in prison or whatever it's gonna happen and i'm gonna be okay with it because you're a piece <laughs> of shit okay okay um, now phase two puppet master this shit's bananas oh wait one more the ladies from the documentary have a gofundme page so if That's you feel great. so inclined help them out uh i'll post it to um, how much is it made i think it's like uh well past a hundred thousand okay. dollars. Yeah, I don't know what the conversion rate, but it's definitely in the hundred thousand. Well, so, good. yeah, I just wanted to give him a plug. Um, so that's part one, Tinder Swindler. We also talked about coercive control. We're gonna take a small break and come back for part two, Puppet Master. <laughs> right? Well, it won't be a break Patty. for you guys, but it'll be a break for us. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, bye. <laughs> 